0: So we're tonight it's all about let the others get the other side. It's all about promoting participation as uh, community group leaders. We really do feel like if we're gonna fulfill our responsibility as leaders, we gotta get other people involved. This is not a one-man show or a you know one or two couples show thing. We've really gotta get everyone involved. We gotta get people doing the work of the ministry. And all of us are leaders today because someone invested in us, that's the whole th- same thought with multiplication. If we, if we don't multiply, we can't have more groups and we don't have room for more people to be involved in groups. So it's important that we create space, but it's also important that we give people leadership opportunities. So that's what tonight is all about, and we've broken out all of these breakouts into the different sections of the group night. So later, all these breakouts will be available on audio if you want to go back and listen, like, I wonder how I could better promote participation during prayer time or during, you know, the caring part of taking people, care of people in our group, all that stuff. That's what breakouts are going to be all for tonight. So this is specifically about sharing facilitation. Now, I need to be honest about something, first of all. I am a talker, no, no, no surprise, no, no. come on in, come on in, you're good, um, I'm a talker which means I am honestly one of the worst discussion facilitators that you have ever seen <laughs> because I have a hard time shutting up, which again I know is not a surprise to any of you guys or the people in my group that have been in group with me, John's been in group with me, he would admit, he knows it's bad, just don't put me on the discussion, the, discussion, uh, the schedule, but the idea tonight is we can give this away, and one of the things that has actually driven me to give this away is my acknowledgement that I'm not good at it. The fact that I'm not good at discussion discussion facilitation because of how much I talk, I need other people on the schedule, because if I'm just like the assumed leader every single week, it's going to be the Aaron Hickson talking group, not a community group sharing and applying the Bible to our lives. So... Um, That's the idea here. And we're gonna give you some tips and tricks and actually you guys are gonna be able to uh, crowdsource this with me. So first of all, I think it's important as we're thinking about facilitation, what is a great discussion time in the first place? What even is a great discussion time? And I like to think about it this way. It is a circle of people tossing a frisbee, not gym class volleyball. Okay, a great discussion time is a circle of people tossing a frisbee, not gym class volleyball. Here's, Here's what I mean. If you've ever done gym class volleyball, at least if you did it with me, this is usually what it looked like. There was like 14 or 17 people on each side of the net, which is like 17 times more than should have that should have been there. So there's way too many people on the court. A vast majority of them are not interested in playing this game. But there are two people at least on each side that are stoked out of their minds that we finally got to the volleyball unit, okay? I was that guy, okay? Steve was that guy for sure, but for a very different reason <laughs> he was actually good <laughs> but here's how it goes somebody they the, you know the teacher says time to go blows the whistle tosses the ball and i or whoever was like me would just start like running people over and like i got it i got it and hit the ball pass it to the one other person who's actually playing they would set it back to me and i'm going to spike it in some like five-year-old's face who's not paying attention okay <laughs> That's how it worked. I turned this moment that was supposed to be this enjoyable game where we all developed skills into what I thought was a recruitment, a recruitment moment for the men's national team. It turns out it was not, and I wasn't good enough anyway. But that's gym class volleyball. It's just a couple people who think they run the show taking all the attention. Now, we think the great discussion time should be a circle of people tossing a frisbee because if you've ever tossed a frisbee with a couple of friends at a park, what happens is no one knows how to control a frisbee at least nobody that i toss a frisbee with so you go to toss it's like hey nate this one's for you and you go to toss it and it's like way over that way okay i'm horrible i most of the people i've played frisbee with you just like it takes a hard right and all of a sudden it's in somebody's face and you nobody was expecting that And that's what actually a great discussion is a lot more like. You're just tossing something out, not really sure where it's going to go or who's going to catch it next, but knowing that we're all just here trying to like, I don't know, let's get this thing moving and let's see what happens. That's what a great discussion time feels like. It's not everyone waiting for the overenthusiastic guy who's going to spike it in your face. Okay, That's not a great discussion time. So if that's what we're hoping for is that a circle of people tossing a frisbee, then what is the role of the facilitator in that? What are they trying to do? And I would say that at the bare minimum, the role of the facilitator is very simply to toss the first Frisbee. Toss the first Frisbee. That's really it. We, we sometimes tend to overthink it. It's really not that complicated. If you're on the schedule this week for facilitating, not this coming week, but the next week, if you're on for the first week of discussion, this is all your responsibility is. It's toss the first Frisbee. You don't even have to know where the Frisbee is going. Just, Toss it. Just get it going. Um, Once the conversation, you're you're actually just the conversation starter, you could say, not the conversation maker. You're the conversation starter, not the conversation maker. You don't have to be the person that asks all the follow up questions or that can come up with where it should be going next. You're just a conversation starter. If you've ever been part of a great discussion, and this has happened every once in a while, I'm sure, in your group, and it has in mine as well. Like a frisbee, somebody tosses it out. It takes a hard right. Nobody was expecting it, but it lands in someone's lap, and they go, "What do you mean by that?" And now somebody other than the facilitator is asking kind of a follow up question, and that kind of gets the person, you know, "Well, I guess I mean something like this or this." And somebody else is saying, "Like, well, my cousin said that that's not true." And then they're talking, and well, didn't he say on Sunday this point? And I remember him saying, and now all of a sudden a conversation is rolling. That's the role of a great facilitator, not a person who has to go. So tell me more, awkwardly, after everyone, someone talks. The goal is that it's flowing naturally and that you don't have to be the person who does it. The facilitator does not bear the weight of the entire discussion. They're just designed to take the first step. So just toss out the frisbee. That's the role of the facilitator. So why should we share this facilitation role? The whole idea of tonight is promoting participation, but why specifically should we share this job? Um, I think that there's a few reasons that we should. Um, And first of all, it's because sharing facilitation destroys common myths. It destroys common myths. There are some things that we believe about the role of the facilitator that I don't think that we should believe anymore. And when we give it away, it destroys those myths. So the first myth would be that facilitation is just for community group leaders. It's just for community group leaders. If you've been in group for any length of time, you've probably come to believe that this is just like it has to be the thing that I do. I'm required to be the facilitator every week or that my co-leader is. And I just want to free you that there is nothing in the Bible, the U.S. Constitution or New York State's bylaws that says that you must facilitate discussion every time. In fact, we would encourage you not to, especially if you're anything like me or Nate Wegman. Just don't be the faci- oh, my bad, my bad. You're just- <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, just, it, you don't have to be the person. There's, it, that's a myth. You don't have to be the facilitator every week. Another Another myth is that the facilitator is just a fancy word for this week's teacher. That's another myth that I think sometimes we believe. We put the person on who's a facilitator who wants to come prepare to teach a lesson. And if you've been around our community groups, you know that our whole model is based around applying the Bible to life. That's not to say that you won't learn anything new at a community group or that sometimes you won't be doing a Bible study that will require some preparation on someone's part. But on average, we're there to discuss the things that we've already heard and learned. And so if somebody is coming to your sermon-based discussion community group with like 10 points, a poem, and an application we're doing it wrong okay so that's not what we're doing the facilitator is not just this week's teacher another myth is that whoever always dominates conversations should just be the facilitator because they're going to be talking the whole time anyway i have been guilty of putting that person on the schedule just because i'm like well they're going to be talking anyway and i've probably been put on the schedule as that person he's going to be talking anyway might as well make him the might as well make him read the questions because he's just going to answer them all anyway but that's, that's not the goal of the facilitator. That's not the point. So when we share this, it helps break down the stereotypes, especially for all the introverts out there that are like, oh, that's the extrovert job on the rotation. Okay, that's not, that's not what we're talking about here. So that's one reason we should do this is because it destroys common myths. Another reason is because it reinforces important truths. Not only does it deconstruct what we shouldn't believe, it also constructs what we should believe about group. For your group members, an important thing that sharing facilitation does is it helps them to believe that I am able to spiritually influence others. I am able to spiritually influence others. This is so important for the people of our groups to believe. Um, The theological term that we would use for this is the priesthood of the believer. We believe that every person who is a Christ follower has direct access to God. And as a result of that, they can understand his word And by the power of his spirit, not only change themselves, but also help other people change. The book of Romans talks about how we are competent to counsel, able to help other people in their spiritual growth. You don't need a Bible degree. You don't need to be a professional. You should be able to understand God's word. But our group members need to believe as they're a facilitator and they walk away from group kind of like, I did a thing. That's important for them to know. That's important for them to believe. They should not show up to group and leave every week thinking like, I'm here as a recipient of the gifts of my leader. I'm here because I am able to spiritually influence others. That's why I'm on the list in the first place, because I can do this. And we need to be helping our people believe that. Also, we need to help our group members come to believe, and I think sharing facilitation does this, that without my involvement, this group can't be as effective as it should be. It can't be as effective as it should be. If I'm on the schedule and I don't show up, it's not gonna be as good as it could have been. Even if they're not a great facilitator, they should feel like, man, this group needs me. I've got a real thing that I can contribute to the life and health and effectiveness of this group of people. And I want to do that. I need to do that. And if they feel like they could just disappear for a couple of weeks and nobody would notice, that's not a great place for anybody to be in. And I think facilitation in particular makes you feel like, Somebody else could like pull some tortilla chips off the shelf and throw some salsa in a bowl and you've got snack. But facilitation can be a little bit more intense and they feel like, wow, I've got something valuable to contribute. Without my involvement, this group can't be as effective as it should be. That's a truth that is reinforced by sharing facilitation. Um, Also for your group members, it helps them believe that this is a family. It's a safe place. This is a family, it's a safe place. We have a couple of young kids in our home, and I'm realizing the amount that you learn to do in front of your family. Like, currently, our two-year-old is potty training. He is learning to do one of the more private things in life very much in front of the rest of our family and anyone who's in our home at the time, Um, because his every need is declared to everyone as loud as he can, and we, like sprint in the Thomas undies over to the, to the bathroom. But that's kind of an embarrassing thing. It's a little bit private. like what, We wouldn't normally talk about going to the bathroom in front of people, but it's family. like That's what we do. You learn subject-verb agreement in front of your family because of how often you got it wrong. Or maybe that was just my family. I don't know. Um, but you learn how to walk. You learn how to ride a bike. These are things we do in front of family because you know like they know me. They'll, I, I can get this wrong a lot and they're still going to love me and accept me. And facilitation is the kind of thing, honestly, that almost no one is good at naturally and it's just kind of an awkward thing sometimes to just like so what was your favorite part of the sermon (laughs) you know what I mean like that can feel a little bit weird but it helps our group understand like if you've if you've ever done this I don't know how many people in the group feel like they've made facilitation a shared role, but it creates this kind of like, you got it, buddy. Like you can do it. Here's a chocolate chip for going number one. Like, yeah, (laughs) you know, it creates this buy-in. And it also, if you've ever experienced this, it also helps people realize if once you've led a group and went, so what'd you think about point number two? So what'd you think about point number three? When you, once you've experienced that as a facilitator, you, you hate awkward silences from then on out. You are like so invested in making group go well. And so the quiet people in your group who are not used to contributing, give them one week where they're at the reins and they'll suddenly realize like, I, I want to start talking. And because it's family, you're learning together. You're recognizing that this is safe. We can learn this together. That's an important truth to be reinforced. But then also for group leaders, for us, it reinforces the important truth that I am looking for chances to help my people grow spiritually. Because here's the facts. People in your group don't want to facilitate discussion. (laughs) They don't, just like they don't want to help pay for child care, just like they don't want to come consistently, just like many of us maybe don't even want to come consistently. There are things we don't want to do that we need to do that help us grow. So when you put them in this stretch scenario, like for instance, when my wife is on the schedule to help facilitate, n- nothing makes her hate her life more than the concept of being, having to ask even these people that she knows and loves a series of questions. That is a stretching experience for an introvert like my wife. But that's a really good thing. She needs that. She needs to be stretched. And that's good for the people of our group to feel like they have to come that week, to feel like that they're going to have to do something that they're not comfortable doing. All of that is good. That's good for us as leaders to be putting our people in uncomfortable situations, not unnecessarily, not without prompting, not without assistance. That doesn't mean we have to just like make it smell like cat all the time and see what they do. I'm saying we can create growth moments for the people of our group. I'm saying cat can feel uncomfortable. That's all, that's all that was. So I'm looking for chances to help my people grow. That's reinforced when we share facilitation. So the question is, how can I do this? How can I share facilitation effectively? Well, the most important thing that you can do in sh- to share facilitation is to communicate in advance that first of all, we share roles in this group. This is a culture thing about your group that you can help to set the tone of. And um, I've done this to varying degrees of success with the groups that I've been in. Sometimes it's been good, sometimes it's been bad. But if you can start off the first night of every trimester talking about why groups exist, even as repetitive as that feels, I'm currently in the group that I've been in for the longest. This is now, I think, the fifth trimester in a row that I've been in this group, which is the longest I've ever been in a group. And every trimester, we've done the same thing. And it has some of the same people in it. And every time they're like, the thing again with like the group agreement, like Aaron, we, we, you've done this every trimester. It's like, yeah, this is, we just got to reiterate. And we're going to go over the fact that, hey, and we're going to share schedules like the snack thing and the child care thing and the hosting thing. Like guys, we're going to share this again because this is not a, you know, a show for you to show up to. This is a family that we're all invested in. So you can set the culture. First of all, we share roles in this group. It's just a thing. You show up, there's a piece of paper that tells you to bring Tostitos on a certain night. Okay. We have to Do you have to sign the paper again? I I usually make a joke about signing it in blood, and that helps. Um, People aren't, like, super into that, but we've tried it. It's been – I'm joking. We have not. There was, like (laughs) – there was some scared looks. Okay. So we share roles in this group. And then also, this is when you're on to do this role. So the idea, the culture needs to be set, and then the details need to be communicated on again on maybe on that first night an email or a piece of paper whatever suits the generation of the group you're in here's what's happening here's what it's going to look like it will not be perfect people won't show up their kids are going to get sick something's going to happen they were planning to be out of town it's not going to be a perfect schedule but if it's 90 percent there you've heard us talk about this this spreadsheet ad nauseum but it genuinely is the most important way the easiest way to get this conversation started however the thing is in in doing this you might be thinking okay that's great but what about people who don't show up on the night that they're supposed to facilitate great question what about the introverts who genuinely like have no interest in doing this what about the people who have done it before and were terrible at it you know what i'm talking about we've all been through those nights of group where it was like prayer time now, please. (laughs) I have a deep prayer request right now. It has to be shared. We have to split immediately. Um, So like, what about those? What about those common objections? I get it. Those are very valid points. And to be honest, I would be totally hypocritical and ridiculous if I acted like I had all the answers and if we didn't promote participation in this breakout right now. So here's what we're going to do. I don't think I have all the answers. I think you guys are full of wisdom and experience and you've heard of things. You've tried things, you've experienced stuff in the past in other groups. Maybe you've heard, you heard tell about a thing that a group did once. So here's what we're going to do for the next couple of minutes. We're going to promote participation. We're going to give you a growth opportunity. Some of you are like, no, (laughs) this is a chance to grow. Okay. So we're going to break up into groups of two or three or four or whatever makes sense. Maybe you're here with co-leaders or just turn around in the sections you're in, whatever. If we're going to mess up the chairs, that's totally great. That's what we want to do. Let's mess up the chairs, get into groups of, of a few people. And here's what I want you to brainstorm through. What best practices have you employed in the past to overcome these barriers and set up people for success and facilitating? Barriers like they didn't come, barriers like they're introverts, barriers like they're terrible at it, barriers like... This is my spiritual gift. I don't want to give it up. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not my objection, but that might be somebody's. So we want you to think through what best practices you've experienced and write down your ideas, maybe on your notes in here, uh, in your booklet, and then appoint a person to share your ideas from your group. We're going to do a little bit of a, a group think here. I'm gonna write the ideas up on the, the screen as we, in just a few minutes. And then we'll share the ideas with the whole group and then we're gonna be done. Because it would be silly to think that I have all of the best ideas about how to share facilitation. I'll share the ideas with you guys. So, come on, let's break up, get some ideas rolling. Common objections, let's overcome them. We've got 15 minutes till ice cream and I wanna make sure we have time for all of your brilliance to be shared. <laughs> brilliance to be shared. So as you have ideas, I'm gonna to try to toss them up here on the screen. And we'll, we'll make sure that these become available, too. If you want to um, get these later, I can send the slide over to you. So what are some ideas? What did you guys come up with? What are things that you know have worked or that you think could work or things you want to experiment with this trimester? What are, what are some ideas? Try making a uh, facilitator couples thing instead of a... Uh, oh, nice. Those oh, awesome. yeah. kids. Okay. <laughs> if it's good well, enough, I'll take and, and it. The re- <laughs> and the reason that we... That it came to me is because we have one spouse that's very I don't want to say vocal but you
1: know she's Aaron ish they participate a lot and the other spouse sits there Hmm. so maybe this will be a way to encourage one spouse to encourage the other one to, to say something while he's whoops why they are at
0: the meeting? The, that couples in your group too? They must. <laughs> <laughs> weird. There's one of those dropped in every group.
1: Oh, okay, so on okay. Purpose.
0: If there isn't one in yours, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> anybody else? What are some ideas? Right. We did that last uh, session. We, had, uh,
1: we assigned it by a couple. We're actually going to break it out this time because we found it was the same spouse. We think we should make it, it individual. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. It didn't work. But, well, it, it, it did work. It did but work. It just was always the the same spouse that would be the facilitator. So we're like, oh. right. Now, what we do is we, we assign the day, so that couple brings snack and then they facilitate. So right. there's never a question on where we snack or facilitator. And you don't have to make sure both couples are going to be there. If they're
0: not going to be there, you just find one other couple to do it. Okay. All. So you tie snack and facilitating together. Yep.
1: Um, but then it would always be the same person in that couple that facilitates. So now we're going to be like, Lynn, you guys run snack, but Rachel,
0: you're the facilitator
1: of the SNAC. Okay. Or we you know
0: people like it.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Gunpoint. Also. Other ideas, yes. Yeah, hi, I
2: highly am calling around. Okay. She was in our group before and she didn't facilitate. And I said, what would get you to facilitate? Or if you have facilitated,
0: what? What a great facilitation question. (laughs) Guys, that is like next next level. Did she call that?
2: that And said, I was on the pre-appointed schedule.
0: Mm, So it it worked for her. The
2: pre-appointed schedule has worked well in our group, Mm. but not as a set in stone kind of thing. Sure put it out there and then you you can say i can't this week or change it a little bit but when you see your name there it's a little bit harder to like exit out <laughs> sure <laughs> you know yeah so it's not set in stone but it's kind of there how,
0: how do you spell gumby what was gumby how did you spell his hey, name? Walmart. so, so you, you want to be flexible you want to be pastoral i even heard I was overhearing your guys' conversation. You mentioned somebody who you you had come to realize they maybe couldn't afford to bring snacks. So you're being strategic and pastoral, but at the same time, don't be like Gumby. Don't get bowled over by everything. But at the same time, like, be be intelligent about it. <laughs> what are what are some other things?
1: So we had text ahead when you're having someone facilitate. Oh yes, and do it in kind of a caring way. Like, hey, how are you feeling? Uh, you feeling all right for? facilitating this week
0: or like that. I love that. So you're asking questions. Are there other things that you've done that you found to be helpful? Uh, we have
1: a few other things.
0: Oh, okay. Go, go. Go for it. So we got some experts over here, people. I hope you guys weren't planning to talk. James is very much an in-character with him, just dominating the conversation. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Um, so... For if someone bails on you, basically, well, to be prepared ahead of time, like mm. you just have looked over the questions at least, <throat> um, and maybe decide on something that you want to do and something you don't want to do.
0: That's great. That's really just so good. So he doesn't dominate the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that we did this last time was I started realizing that when people are hearing the questions for the first time, mm-hmm. you get a lot of. Uh, so I started sending them out in advance. Oh, nice! Yeah, I mean, you've got That's the questions there, and, and that way, that way, some people are going to go, "Oh, I can think through this in advance." Instead of
1: even some stupid like the icebreakers. Yeah. Just because, like, oh, I wish
0: I'd thought of that. Totally. They can talk about it in advance. Hmm. I also believe in the, uh, the, I guess it's the theorem of karaoke. If you've got somebody. <laughs> You don't want to follow somebody who's really really good so if you can put those people that you think are going to be uncomfortable first so couple the weeks of pros, you know. okay yeah sure no it's it's always easier to follow a loser than a than a winner right <laughs> you know, you more oh yeah 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 right 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 um so don't necessarily that's counterintuitive because i think yeah. if if you had asked i would have assumed start off really strong with week one so that everyone gets it. Like, this is what it's supposed to look like. Right. But there is a sense in which, like, if you do that, and then the next person is somebody who's never done it before, that right. could it's be a training. order in
1: softball this year.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> – yeah, your worst goes first. Right. That's why I was – that's why I was first. Somebody Thanks for reminding sure. me.
1: That was thing <laughs> between you and me. Right? Uh. Somebody does.
0: Yes. In fact, actually, yeah. Um, public shaming works. Okay. okay. Yeah, I really like that. No, that's good. That's
1: good. Don't
0: hang out with your parents when possible.
2: How
0: about sharing the group leader site? Oh yes. With everybody. That's our secret, though. That's <laughs> our cheat <key laughs> code. Facilitator source. Yes. Oh, totally. I agree. I was gonna recommend that as my the only thing I was gonna recommend. You you took it. That's because <laughs> I wrote this breakout from slides I found on there. Um, <laughs> but seriously, it did help. Yes.
2: Um. We found that if you just leave out the word facilitator because sometimes it freaks people out. Okay. We changed it to who wants to read the questions. Nice. <laughs> Simplify <laughs> the job, come on. We we yes.
0: <laughs> Inquisitor. <West> <laughs> Inquisitor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that actually helped our people that didn't talk because we're like, listen, you get to read the question and then be silent. And then <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it it That's Nobody the goal. <laughs> you actually speak after that, <laughs> <laughs> so you should not do Okay, we'll do <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We discussed joint facilitating. So if okay. have a new new person, they'll facilitate with a group leader who's done it so they don't feel okay. that it's all on them to do it. Yeah, we talked about
0: that also, about getting together in advance, even. If it's like, hey, a couple of days before, if you want to touch base. Yeah, what a great excuse go, go, to spend some time yep. with a person, especially newer to your group. Um, <coughs> other thoughts? So, other yeah, than then, this? thing, like, real... Dud sessions entirely, but we have had dud questions. Okay, we are going to encourage our folks just to let it go. So to stick with the frisbee analogy, if you throw a frisbee and you know, get stuck in the tree you don't need to spend time fishing it out just throw a new frisbee i love that yes don't rescue bad questions keep moving (laughs) i love that and there are totally bad questions like we you know they get go they go through a process and blah blah and a question that's a home run in one group is a frisbee in a tree in another one so like if it doesn't land that's brilliant love that And you're hurting no one's feelings by telling someone that question was bad. That's totally fine. Uh. Sometimes we don't get past what was your number one
2: takeaway from the sermon.
0: That's great. (laughs) Who needs questions when you've got that kind of discussion rolling? (laughs)
2: That's
0: right. That's true. It's like, you need all the questions you can get. It's the, like, the heck did he say? Um, It's like, my whole sermon is the Frisbee in the tree. It's just like, you know what? We're having a party tonight. we got nothing. Oh, Aaron's at a party. Oh, it's so true. Oh, my word. I listened back to one of my sermons the other day, and I thought I was listening on two times speed, and I was like, "Oh no, that's normal speed." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh good. oh good. oh good. OK. Oh <laughs> uh, what else? We got five more minutes, you guys. You these are amazing. Chip, I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I will always take a chocolate chip. Uh, anyone else? ideas?
1: Leader lead so okay. that way a leader can jump in if someone fails. Okay. One thing, except for like the first three weeks, a lot of times we'll have leaderly, lead just so that everyone, so that it gets rolling. Okay.
0: Sure. 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 Think
1: the best thing is make sure they get out about five minutes early. Nice. Like five minutes
0: early, like. Oh, yeah, right, 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 <laughs> 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 right. I
2: think he's talking about now.
1: <laughs> Ice cream is <ready. laughs> <laughs> Now we have to fill up the column. Keep going, we're almost there.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, any other ideas?
1: Not real ones.
2: I like the idea we had in our group about some of the questions
1: to maybe <laughs> 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 the two, pe- like two people. Like, here, talk to the person next to you about that. And then we'll bring it back sorry
0: to the one more manager. time go ahead I was being annoying and t- typing my response to you go <laughs> ahead
1: <laughs> um, I, like we had the idea of not everything being like a full group oh discussion. sure like some questions
2: being like talk to the person next to you about that question mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and talk to it so I love that I people love are that. Shy, don't have to present in front of 15 people
0: yes
1: I actually I have another one on top of that as well. I'm not the point person, but something just came to my mind. Um, One thing that we've done, which is a little scary at first, but if you make it part of your culture, it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of expected, is to have all play questions. Okay. So, like, we'll take one of the questions that we have from the sheet or a question that we've thought of and just be like, hey, like, just so you know, like, we're going to go around and, like, everybody's going to answer, and you're going to have some time to think about it, but this is the question that, you know, that we would like to all answer together. And that generally gets a lot of discussion going. Sometimes it goes a little too long. So. Mm. Yeah. But no, that's good.
0: Sure. That's really good.
1: We do that sometimes with our icebreaker. It takes like a half an hour. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Favorite movie, <melody laughs> your gentleman?
0: I love it, guys. These are these are great ideas. Some of these. I think could be game changers for getting the people of your group to be able to be part of the the, the facilitation process. I know I'm I'm going to take these to, to my group leaders for sure because I think that these will help us tremendously. Um, and really what it does is it's just getting the people of your group to flex a muscle that they wouldn't otherwise flex. Yeah. It is Julie Woodall and Joel Karshner's birthday if you, you want to know. Um, But thank you guys for how you've demonstrated this. How With your participation, I hope you can see this breakout is better because of your great ideas. Your group will be better because of your group's participation. Sometimes it's hard to relinquish control, not sure what's going to happen. But genuinely, every time we let go of control and allow God to work in people's lives, I'm convinced we're going to see better results. So let me pray for us.